Welcome to Zebra's Popcast, short, inspiring, and informational segments pulled from our weekly furniture refinishing podcast, Zebra's Before and After. Today's Popcast features a clip from Season 2, Episode 35. We spoke with Jenna of Happy Valley Restorations, Susan with Little Lou Designs, and Amanda and Jen with the Vintage Sisters on their furniture refinishing workspaces. As we prepare to enter a new year, we thought this topic would be ideal for many of you as you enjoy seeing your businesses grow and you think about enhancing your workspaces. Enjoy. I'll I'll start. Um, I think for us too, when I look back, um, you know, say a few years ago when we started, our workspace has really changed over the few years, right? You, I mean, I think obviously just with time, you start to figure out what works and what doesn't and, and what helps productivity. Like, I mean, I think about how many pieces of furniture we would lift and drag around the garage before we invested in like the, the simple furniture dollies. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I mean, it, <laughs> it's, it's mind blowing to think yeah. we didn't use those for so many years. And now it's uh, you unload your big piece of furniture and put your furniture dollies underneath, and then you can move them wherever you want so much easily, so much easier. And, and so just simple things like that. And I think too, um, having our our staging area obviously still to this day isn't perfect but it has come a long way to when we didn't really have one um so now having a designated staging area just is so much easier and um You're not hauling your furniture back into the house to put oh, on the wall that gets good that's what we used exposure. to do years ago and my husband would come home and he would just shake his head and he would just sit there and watch Jen and I as we're dragging a buffet through the house <laughs> into the living room to the, the best lit corner and it was a specific time of day. It was late afternoon and then I'm taking the the artwork off the walls and it was just, you know, so yeah, much really extra work and time. So... To just have those few things sorted out makes such a big difference, um, for sure. Um, We obviously, our weather is a lot colder. Our winters are down to minus 40, sometimes close to minus 50 degrees Celsius with the wind. So we can't work outside uh, during the winter months. So we have to have a heated garage for us to work. So that is a huge thing for us, investment. I mean, luckily, that's just kind of how we built our houses and had the heated garages in there. But that makes a big difference for us. I think when it's nice out, we like to be outside sanding if we can just to be enjoying the fresh air or sunshine. But same thing, just having a simple vacuum system attached to your sander to keep the dust um, under control is a huge uh, thing that we didn't do initially when we first started. So now, and even sometimes when I go to Jen's and she doesn't have her vacuum hooked up, I'm like, I can't work in here. Like I get high, high maintenance now. I'm like, I can't work in this garage. You need to have your Mad vacuum system. Like get I'm like, I'm like, I, I take an antihistamine before I go out there. I'm like, I can't work in here. So get, get your vacuum set up. And so um, it's funny how particular we've become 
over the years with stuff like that. So, um, yes, definitely. Or even just like, um, your organizing of your, the products you use, you know, yes, your, we have like our own storage of our paint and supplies and then you have your brushes and, you know, like I've seen a lot of other people on their videos and stuff, how they'll have their brushes hanging on like little nails or something on the end of the cupboard or mm-hmm. like I'll use dressers. That's on my sandpaper is all in dressers in my garage too. And you know, my tools are too, but I feel like, I mean, my husband for sure is really likes his tools put back in the same spot, but he'll take them while I'm using them. And, um, he likes to put it back, but I, it is nice to always have your stuff in the, in the right spot so that you're always, you know, finding it like my paint can opener. That's one thing that really irritates me if somebody moves it and it's in the specific, yes. And I finally put a hook because I'm always looking for my paint can opener and it drives me nuts and I'll put it in my little canister, but then it falls to the bottom and I'm digging. So finally, like we've been doing this for years. I finally just gave it a separate hook, like just maybe last (laughs) month. I'm like, why haven't I been doing this for years? I have got a separate hook. It hangs on my shelf and I never, it never goes missing. So it's just silly things like that, that sure make the day go by quicker or easier, I should say. I think you need to have multiple can openers around here. When you buy paint and pencils, they will give you free can openers, which is awesome. So I probably have 10 of them lying around because as you said, that's one thing that disappears, so I just have them everywhere. So when I can't, you know, there's always one in sight. <laughs> I only ever get a free free stir stick. I never get free yeah, pink. Cheapos. Oh, but and but one thing too, like I've been finding, I use, you know, we have our inventory of furniture in the garage. And so I'll have, we have a couple work tables set up, but then sometimes too, I'm getting into a habit of, I'll be like, okay, so this dresser isn't claimed or whatever. So then I'll use that dresser as my workbench sometimes if it's the perfect height to put the other piece of furniture on top to paint it. So then, so that works well too, right? Because I'm not dragging out another work table. I'm utilizing a piece of furniture that's already in there. And so then sometimes, yeah, I'll use that um, as work tables. We also, we try to keep our inventory organized and up against the walls and like we stack furniture, right? So obviously utilizing your space uh, vertically so that there's less on the ground and um, more up against the wall out of the way. But yeah, I mean, our garages are always full. We're never going to be able to park in them. Yeah. I have to interject. You stack yes. your furniture. Do you guys have like a tiny forklift in your garage? No, I well, <laughs> we can usually manage. Like we're I feel like we we're are pretty strong. I think people are surprised at how how um you know, strong or tough we are loading all this furniture oh, all yeah. the time and and so, and if, if I can't, obviously I get my husband out saying, okay, honey, help me lift this. But, uh, no, I don't think there's ever been a piece that Jen and I haven't been able to move or lift. Hey, I agree with you. I think we have to be strong to be in this profession. Cause I stack my own furniture. I'm like, <laughs> I agree myself too in the garage. I pick up pieces and people are like, Oh, well, who's going to help you load the piece? I said, Oh, don't worry about it. I can get it in my car. Really? <laughs> you can just, you get used to it. You know how to do it. 
I'll, I've actually gotten my son to help me unload furniture sometimes. He's nine and he's a tough little nine year old. And so I'll be like, Hey, Harlan, come on out. Mom needs you to help unload a dresser I just bought. <laughs> and then the other day I had him and his other little buddy who's the same age. Okay. We're going to move that desk, the one that we're talking about after it was done. I needed to move it into the house. And so, I mean, like stuff like that, I can't do myself yeah. really. Right. It's just too awkward. So I'm like, okay, grab an end. Let's go. So. Even like my little kids, I can put to work and they're quite helpful moving things around. One thing I just thought of was like having um, your being able to put your finished product somewhere is important to me. Yes. I have cats. And <laughs> I always, like I say to Ryan, if you, once something is purchased, like if somebody has already bought something, it's sold. Like I can't have a scratch on it. It has to be ready to be picked up. So we move it actually out to his shop and then I cover it. So I don't want it after it's been staged and the photos are done. I don't want that um, to get anything happening to it. So that's one thing. I don't know if, you know, not everybody has a spot to move it to till it's picked up or some people have a date that they you know, it's got to be picked up right away. And so that helps to, to have another place to, yeah, to move it to. Yeah. Now, Jenna, do you stack your furniture as well? Um, well, so it's funny. I'm, I'm listening to them. It's like, I'm so glad that I'm not the only one that's done all of these things. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, this is great. People that are nuts. Like I am. Um, no, when I <laughs> the furniture, I used to do it in my, my living room, in my dining room. Like it was winter. And, and I was in the garage, but then I had to move into the, the house because it got cold and I didn't have heat out there. And my husband, my whole dining room table was covered in paint supplies and just, it, I overtook the whole house. And my husband's like, we got to figure something out. Like, if this is what you're going to do, like, this can't happen. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, I didn't listen to him. And um, then I started <laughs> got the garage set up better. And got a pellet stove, but it was still cold. Finally got myself a staging wall, but it was a little dark, you know, moving furniture all over the place. Like my husband would say to me, how many times are we going to move this furniture? I'm like, this is what I do, okay, for a living. So we're going to keep yes. moving it. <laughs> Just get over <laughs> And um, I would use, that's what I use other, I use pieces, like, and like all of a sudden it's like a catch on, like, what the heck happened? There's stuff all over this piece, but it's just like right there. And you're like, mm -hmm. okay, we can just put it on or put other furniture on it. Yeah. I mean, it's just so funny how it's, how, um, my shop has evolved. And now, so just last November, we totally took, we took out uh, a loan and we redid the whole back of the shop. We tore it off. And we, I said, I just want a showroom. And then the front of the shop, I want, um, to be redone and insulated and heat. And so it was, it's been a year in the making that this has happened because it started last November and I'm just getting my bathroom in. My father-in-law was here last night. He got my toilet in and hopefully by tonight, my water will be hooked up and I'll have a sink and a toilet out in the shop. Finally, instead of having to come <laughs> and do it because i'd have my the girls that work for me they'd come and like they have to come into the house to go pee and i was like i can't have this like we got to have a bathroom and mm -hmm. uh, yeah so it's evolved finally you know because it it's, yes it was crazy in the beginning yeah and moving stuff and i never used dollies i mean you know you're muscling things and you're pushing them around and I, my husband's yes. like, you're going to, you're going to break a leg on one of those things. Like, what are you doing? You're so rough. And I'm like, well, I'm nobody. <laughs> so I got, you know, I made things a lot easier for myself, but in the beginning, man, if there could have been a show, 
to see the things that, that we do for this furniture. I swear people would think I'm crazy, but you know what? It's, <laughs> it's a labor of love all in all. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. Yes. And I mean, obviously it's things you just learn over time too, yeah. but oh, yeah. I mean, something as simple as investing in some furniture dollies, you know, makes a world of a difference. <laughs> or just, I usually like when we get something home, I'll put casters on it if it doesn't have them on just for wheeling it around because it's so much nicer yeah. to just push it out of the way. So I don't have the dollies Manda does, but I have casters on pretty much anything that comes into our garage so we can push it around. Yeah, yeah. Makes such a difference. I was going to say, I finally just bought a bunch of bins for my shelves because I would probably waste, you know, a good hour every time I was out in the, my garage is where I do my furniture looking for tools. And where did that go? Where's my, you know, face mask? Where's this and that? And I said, mm-hmm. you know, this is ridiculous. I have to organize it and I will save so much time. So I went to Target, bought a bunch of cute clear bins. My friend made labels for them. And now I think my time is, so, I'm so much more efficient with my time because everything is easy to find just just there Mm -hmm. on my shelf I'm like why didn't I do this earlier you know sooner what took me so long to get organized yes or even me with like my hardware you know and I'm like searching and searching and that would be half my day like I just spent like an hour I'm hard trying to find hardware like what the heck I'll look at the time like where did my time go yep because I would organize and you throw something here and you set something down here and then you're like Oh my God, the girls that work for me, I'd be like, where did I put that? Did you see that? And it's like right there on my face. And they're like, I'm like, I'm sorry. I do this all the time. I've got to get my stuff together. Like I got to let me get organized because yeah, you can waste so much time being unorganized, not being able to find stuff. You could have duplicates too. Like there's certain things that I'll have lots of, like I have a lot of tape measures. So I have one in my storage unit, like, because if I go there, I'll forget it at home. Then I'll have to drive home for my measuring tape. So I leave it right at the front door. And then I also have a hammer in there too. And, and then in our garage, I have like two tape measures, two hammers and a mini hammer. And then even a little shorter hammer. And then Ryan's shop has, you know, umpteen of all those too. But I just like to have several of those things so that I'm like have, yeah. Never looking yeah. for those things. Use all the I time. still am looking and I feel like I make it more convenient. And I like will take the one tape measure, you know. And my husband's like, where are all the tape measures? <laughs> He's like, we have like 12. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I can't find any of them. And then I'll go look in the barn and I'll be like, oh, I left it up there. Great. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I got a tiny one for my purse too, actually. It was like, oh, yeah. it's a really itty bitty one in my purse. And it's sort of just for the reason of like, if you're at somewhere and you just like have an impulse buy of furniture, which happens often, but it's like, oh, is this going to fit in my car or, you know, so just so you have it. I've had that happen. I got all the way there and it didn't fit. I'm like, should I strap it on the top? <laughs> my husband's like, no, no, go back. Don't. I'll call him. I'm like, can I strap this on the top? He's like, Jenna, don't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> do either of you guys have a spray booth or do you spray? So we did spray. We had like a little makeshift one set up with just like tarp, you know, like a plastic mm-hmm. um, and then when we did the shop, we put in a, an exhaust fan and I don't now at this point, we, I just need to make some room, but I actually have some chairs that I got to spray. A lot of times I'll spray, like when I do cabinets, I'll spray, um, and I'll 
spray like the, the top coat um, on it. Mm-hmm. But I've never really gotten into full blown like spraying paint. Mm-hmm. I uh, I don't know that I fully want to, maybe like for certain things. But um, yes, one thing that I just never really I I've always wanted to, but then I'm like I don't know do I do I really want to do that? Um, but I do have a sprayer and I do like it. Um, and I do it for like chairs and things that have like a lot of detail and that are just easier to spray as opposed to paint. Right. Yes. Jenna, can I interject here? Um, do you really want it to get into spraying? No, no. I think you want to use paint brushes. <laughs> Listen, paint brushes. No, I agree. Four years and I haven't, and I've had a sprayer and I don't really use it that much. I mean, I, I just, I enjoy painting, hand painting. And I like, honestly, I like the coverage better. Um, I feel like the paint mm-hmm. goes on better. And um, as opposed to when you're spraying it, I don't know. I just feel like there's more, it's kind of more of a hassle. It is a hassle. Just every time you have to clean out the sprayer and yeah, but I, I have a makeshift spray booth also that I just have tarps hanging from the ceiling that I can take, you know, put up, take down, but nothing, nothing more than that. The reason, yeah, the reason why I was asking was, yeah, do you have space for that? Is that even an issue? You know, is yeah. that an issue to have we that type? Either, we don't yeah. spray either, and I don't think. Um, I mean, we could probably make room, but I don't think I want to. To it be honest, be something that would be up. No. Then the other booths I was thinking of is like the sandblasting too. Like I do have sandblasters, um, but I've tried it in the wintertime. Um, not a good thing to do here. Um, it's way too cold to do outside and it just mm-hmm. like bungs up because it gets too moist inside. Um, but the, yeah, it's way too messy to do inside without some sort of a mm-hmm. booth or ventilation. So that's something right. that has to be yeah. done in the summertime here. If we do any blasting. Well, we, we know that, that some people <clears throat> combine spraying with brushing mm-hmm. and, uh, but, but you know what, there's something about using a paintbrush, feeling that piece as you're painting it and seeing the artistic elements. No, I, I know, um, we just had to interject that. Certainly. Why would we not? <laughs> right. We're all about zebra paintbrushes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to take that no, comment out of yeah, mine. <laughs> that question. No, like. no, we know some people though. I I just actually laughed at that uh, and wanted to have a little bit of fun with it as well. But uh, <laughs> you know, I, I do want to also ask you guys because you guys are talking a lot about productivity, and I think that's so important. Susan, you mentioned having bins and being able to have places to put things so that you don't spend like 10, 20, 30 minutes finding mm-hmm. stuff. You talk about having you know, these dollies that allow you to transport furniture around and then also stacking furniture probably so you've got space to work. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was thinking about that's like the productive element of it. You know, what about the idea of having an environment that is that nurtures creativity? I mean, like what what do you do for that? I mean, because it, obviously it's a workspace, right? And it's in your garage. Um like, is that important to you guys? Or do you just like, do you use, do you listen to music when you're, when you're working? I was just yes. Do you listen to the podcast? Yes. The yeah, I do. I, yes. Like I always have to have music on for sure. And then sometimes I get sick of listening to your radio, right? Same songs over and over. So yeah, I do. I listen to podcasts and um, I'll listen to Zebra. I have my favorite, uh, you know, comedians or whatever. I feel like it has to be something light yeah. and, you know, funny to listen to. I think think for me, it, my space needs to be, I mean, we're in a garage or a shop. It's never going to be, 
immaculately clean, right? But I think it just naturally, if it's tidy somewhat, then it just, you're not stressed out. Like if you go out to your garage and it's a disaster the night for myself, I just feel like, oh, this is so chaotic and you can't concentrate. And then your creativity just mm-hmm. doesn't, it doesn't work. Right. Whereas, so when you're in, if, even if you're just in a space, it doesn't need to have creative artwork on the walls or it doesn't need to have something fabulous um, in your garage. I just think if it's, if it's tidy and you can go out there and you can feel relaxed Yep. then it yeah. just naturally it just naturally flows yeah right yeah. so it's that's for me that's what more so works um and then yeah i always i have to have music um if it's you know later in the day and it's hot out i'll crack a beer while i'm working right so it's just <laughs> it's just you know those little things yeah that f- help for me it's I don't know what this says about me, but I listen to true. So I listen to the zebra podcast, but I also listen to true crime podcast. <laughs> Maybe I should go to the music room. <laughs> and I do a lot of my work late at night too. So I don't know. Yeah. I find that I'm more creative at night, but I, I guess now since I had my daughter, I don't get to do that as much at night, but I think just as a person, I'm more creative in the evening, which is really weird. Takes me a bit to get, to get going in the morning to like, you know, create, you know, creative wise. Um, but Mm -hmm. since I've redone the shop and everything and it's lighter, it was a little dark, you know, just a little dark and dingy. I just felt like it wasn't a bright positive area. Now I've brightened Mm -hmm. it up. I have like white steel on the ceiling and then just white walls. Um, and then in the shop I did like a white shiplap in the showroom part and just that in itself made it just, um, brighter and a, a better to work in and mm-hmm. i was able to like you know hone in on things and actually get like some creative juices going but before it was kind of yeah. like oh. especially on a dark dingy day you know you'd be like oh i feel like i'm in a dungeon right now because it's a it's a garage you know and it wasn't just yeah it wasn't pretty and and then not that yeah. it needed to be but it just needed to be brighter and ever since i did mm-hmm. that i like okay I don't mind I like being in there you know I like working in there mm-hmm. but there would be times I'd go in there and if it was especially if there'd be like you know sometimes you're done working and you just like kind of leave everything and you're like it's like a tornado came through <laughs> and you're just like oh my god what did I do yesterday and then I gotta like yeah. clean up because I can't just keep get working again when it's like a complete mess um mm-hmm. yeah I feel like it's got to be a little it doesn't have to be super clean because it's a shop but it's got to be like somewhat put together Otherwise, I can't, I can't concentrate. Yeah, and it's important to recognize that what you need to do to be able to create an, a creative environment and to be able to just stop and clean up if you need to clean up. Yes. Well, this has been a lot of fun. You guys have great synergy. I know our listening friends not only enjoyed it, but were inspired as well. Listen, a special thank you to all four of you for joining us today. Stay safe and stay well. Thank you. Thank you, Lane. Thank you for having us, Lane. Yes, this was fun. Thanks. Listening friends, an important announcement. The third annual International Zebra Golden Brush Awards is coming up in January. The awards are divided into 10 categories and you can enter one piece in each of the 10 categories as long as the pieces were refinished from January 1st, 2021 through December 31st, 2021. Our categories are Artistic Close-Up, Clean and Classic, Dramatic Makeover, Farmhouse Style, Mid-Century Modern, Multicolored Piece, New Artist of 2021, Repurposed Piece, 
restored wood unpainted, and staging. Each entry will be reviewed by seven well-known and highly respected refinishers on our judging panel. Ashley Crew with Blue Ren Interiors of Australia, Chloe Kempster with Macy's House of the UK, Jen Talley with Perfectly Imperfect Furniture of the US, Katie Cloud with Katie and Company of the US, Katie Scott with Salvage by K. Scott of Canada, Lauren Swichino with Portland Rose Studio of the U.S., and Sarah Bolton with Sitting Pretty Home Decor of the U.S. If you'd like to check out last year's winners in the category, simply go to enjoyzebra.com, click on the link in the upper right-hand corner, then go to Contest, and you'll see the 2020 Golden Brush Awards tab. Start looking through all of your pieces and decide which ones you'll enter. Stay tuned for more details to come. Thanks for listening to Zebra's Popcast. Until next time, happy refinishing.